It's the Behind the Dish Podcast with John Buck. This thing. I'm ready to I'm I'm a I'm ready to vibe out with this guy. So I see Lionheart. Hey. Is that your Lionheart? Bam Lionheart? Whose name is that? Who's Bam? Okay. Yeah. Got it. I like it. Well, yeah, go ahead. Introduce your both of yourselves and, and even add in some of your go to credentials here before we get rolling just to we can act like we're okay. official. <laughs> you go ahead and go first. What what's a go to credential? Like full wrestling squat, like back chain access, go to credentials. What are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Um I mean, one, because a lot of the people I think are gonna be on my show, they're one, they know I like to like when I grew up, I had a gymnastics background. I'm end up six. I'm six four now. That didn't work well for as I you know going up to grab the rings. My coach was like, "Oh, I don't even need to lift you." So uh, I kind of got the sign. Uh, my uncle played football at Nebraska, and wow. I was he he went into ballet because you know the whole team went into ballet, learned body control, the things like that, and so my my growing up athleticism being able to move functional movement uh was kind of did some ski stuff uh and then my brother played hockey so my body movement my training was always different i always saw it as functional my dad being a pa a doctor and access to university of utah i wasn't just cleaning jerks and just like bench press and all that. i was a little different i was always drawn to kettlebells uh, I was drawn to gymnastics, body movement, body control, things of that nature, handstands, you know, it got into a little bit of Budokan cause I have a friend who was Budokan. So those are kind of my, I guess my is background that a, of movement. Pardon? Budokan is a, a fighting art. Yeah. Yeah. Budokan. Yeah. Uh, Josh Berkman is the one. The reason I went to him cause I, I wanted a little bit more hip movement and being able mm-hmm. to move uh, move from the catcher's position in a more natural movement and understand my movement and being functional down in that spot. Uh, and I, and I think why I got interested in Gota is being cat catcher over feet out on the inside of, of my feet. Um, and you know, doing my research on you and studying saying, all right, how do I get my body back to a, a good state because I want to be an athlete. I want to ski. I want to be mobile. I'm 40 years old and I don't want to slow down. And how do I fix, you know, 20 years of catching, you know what I mean? <laughs> and how do I do that? And then your recoding is what I think really grabbed me. Like, all right, well, I, I want to recode my body to be athletic and move properly, not have knee injuries, not have my ankles clicking, not have the left side of my foot hurting every morning as I woke up and your stuff was like, it was like those answers are- and things. So, you know, I, those are my reasons for getting interested in wanting to come to you. And I think Jordan knew the way I thought about movement and stuff. And then he was like, dude, you got to get on on these guys, listen to them. And so, so, so here we uh, are. So coach, coach, coach Bam is uh, full go to, um, you know, a couple of years ago, he reached out and was like, why can't I run, coach? I can, I'm jujitsu. 
I can deadlift all these weights and I can do all this. And I, you know, and I'm like, Hey, I do what I do, which is that, let me, let me see the slow motion video. And in Gota, we use energy based mathematics, not, not cadaver science and physics and biomechanics. It's, you know, we're not crowbars. We're, we're, we're closer to the category five hurricane than we are to, to a crane. So we have to use the language of energy in order to demystify why your ankle is clicking or why your back hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but as far as, as far as me, I am the disaster that is the Woda decode. So, uh, when I was 12 years old, uh, first of all, is that any rules? Can I curse? Is there anything yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I'll 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 let a couple go every once in a while. <laughs> all right, all right, just making sure. So, uh, you know, when I was 12 years old, uh, I grew up with three brothers and one guy. We call our brother from a different mother, but we we all we came from Central America. We were born here, but we spent a lot of time in, in the old country, always out in the woods, always out by the river. And then when we came home, we played every sport. And then um, all three of my brothers would, ended up being good athletes. Um, my little brother scored 48 points in a, in a junior high school basketball game. He went 20 for 23, 8 for 8 from the foul line, and, and uh, he was full go. My big brother batted 465, played catcher at the high school we went to, went on a JUCO scholarship. Uh, the only person in the city that batted a higher percentage of him was a guy by the name of Will Clark, which you may know. Um, (laughs) yep. Close to the hall of fame, if not in it. Uh, so I grew up with these goaders around me and, and I did something at 13 years old that, that was, uh, that created the horror show of my life, which is I I bought a barbell and two twenty fives, and I started doing traditional lifting trap. Yep. Trap assists, deadlifts, bicep curls, tricep extensions, all the classic brace to core silliness that we've, we've uncovered as it to be a, an energy restrictive uh, in piece of incompetent of the way that you, you should treat you should treat your body. So within within a year, I had Osgood Slaughter. Go figure. So you know if you don't, if you know anything about bony landmarks growing where they're not supposed to grow, like bunions, Osgood Slaughter, killer bone growth. So the body has a way of affecting itself when it's in trouble, and it grows bone or meat like a mom's hump on the back of a lot of these women these days. And it's signs, okay? Just like the clicking in your ankle is a sign from the ancient ancient memory that you're, something is wrong with the way you're presenting your body to the gravitational space. The energy that you're using to move through space is broken, and that's what you're feeling. So to make a long story short, I went from, I went from being a 12-year-old bitty, bos- bitty basketball all-star, and three years later when I was 15 years old, I was cut off my high school basketball team. And I'm six four like you. This is when I had three lumbar degenerative discs, which I've lost since. But the guy, so the guy, and he plays golf with us a lot now. My coach, he said, "You got bad feet and bad hips." He identified me as a woda, <laughs> and he made me cry because I was the best. I was tall, I was dominant, but all of a sudden, I had got to a point where I was a shit mover. And he could see it. And he said, dude, I don't really need you. I, you can't help me. You know, these guys that have, they, they've run better than you. They jump higher than you. They're smoother than you. I don't know what bad feet, bad hips means. I just know you got it. Yeah. So, you know, he's off into the intramural sports land. And I continued to play intramural sports for, um, in, in through, in through college. And I was always like one of the best ones picked, but I wasn't good enough to play at a high level. And it's because I had bad feet, bad hips, what we call woda. Uh, well, 
Needless to say, when I was 20, never did stop lifting. When I was 21, I was warming up, getting ready to do my little traditional 250, 275 on the backs. But I was warming up with a with a uh with a uh 45 pound bar and 225s, and I had a fucking major blowout back mm -hmm. lumbar spine and put me on the floor. And I am 21 years old, I'm a kid, and I'm on the floor crying like a little bitch and uh, i'm thinking what what just happened i'm strong i can bench press 240 back squat almost 400 this don't make no sense go to the doctor here's some pills it'll all be over in about six weeks just just um just just don't do any more back squatting <laughs> so i gave up back squatting that day and everything went everything went fine for about another year and then one day i was i was going up for a rebound and i had a major blowout uh, now, now I'm 22 years old. I've got two back episodes under my belt. And then the next year I was, I was playing flag football, I made a cut, my back blew out. And so I, I had to give up basketball, I had to give up football. So I, I thought that was the issue, right? It was the, in the meantime, Michael Jordan was one year older than me and he was just slam dunking his way and, and, and maneuvering his way to glory. He was the greatest athlete to whoever lived in the, in the basketball community. So I, I kind of started to get in a sense that something was not right with my body because because I was I was what's called trained business uh, major from the University of New Orleans. So all I did was go to work every day and sit at a desk, make money. And my back was imploding while Michael Jordan was the one year older than me. And he was four feet in the air, Tomahawk slam dunking in, in, after a pirouette. So I started, <laughs> but nothing got, uh, so I, I started working. I doubled down on the weightlifting. I went to the gym. I got me one of the big bags and we would go from machine to machine. And I went from 6'4", 220 to 6'4", 250 of rock. And the back episodes just started to come ferociously. I would sneeze, have a back episode. I would be in the mall and my left, my left toe would, would grab the carpet and I'd have a back episode. I would get out the car and I'd have a back episode. It was just, it just, and then I would go. And then I started, I started with what I call the spiritual woo woo and the biomechanical nonsense and the anatomical physiology and the chiropractic community. And so I started going searching for answers. I had eight chiropractors in six years. I had a biomechanical doctor who had these MedEx machines. It's a derivative of Nautilus, Nautilus machines where they put these machines on it. On, on, a, on a computer, much like a, um, much like a force plate uh, a numerical value. And I was maxing out all these machines because I was like you, right? Six, four, uh. monster. And then I would get off the machine. The doc would say, well, how do you feel? And I'm like, I feel like I got a big knife in my lumbar spine. He said, man, this don't make no sense. You, 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 you're killing all these machines. Yeah. And, I'm, and one day I walked out of his office and I sneezed and I had a back episode right after the workout. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. So I'm on the ground. He's like, dude, let me call my, let me call the general surgeon. We're going to, we're going to give you one of them $1,200 epidural shots. So I had two of those. In the meantime, you know, here I am. This is, uh, I'm no longer a 22 year old kid. I'm a 29 year old man with a three year old boy and he's wanting to wrestle on the ground, bro. And I couldn't even wrestle with my own son. Um, and, and, you know, so one of those nights I wanted to commit suicide and then I caught a break. Uh, and the break was a guy by the name of Pete Egoscue, of the Egoscue method. And he, um, and he showed me something that nobody had ever showed me before. He showed me what, what he called load-bearing joint alignment. He's a posture and functional guy. And his two goals were with John Lynch and, and Junior Seau, who got, who got to CTE. But 
but I saw I saw it in on the grid. And I, when I was growing up, my stepdad was from Hutchinson, Kansas, and he was a mechanic. And he, he, he when you when you come from the farm where you can you can demolish shit, you can put up shit, you can fix shit. So, man, we would change rotary engines. We would change piston engines. We would we would demolish walls. We would remodel the house. And I was his assistant. So I had to have a plumb box level square. And when I saw Pete's work, I was like, man, this nobody's telling me this from the cadaver science community. None of my chiropractors said I needed to have my feet underneath my hips. None of you know, my biomechanical doctor, none of them said anything. They just said, we need to get you stronger. And so I gave it a try. And at the same time, I was meeting with Dr. Varese, the leading neurosurgeon in the area. He was going to chop me up, put, put a, uh, a three-phase metal cage in my back. This is 1999, 33 years old. And and uh, it was going to be $175,000 for the rehab and another like 100 for the surgery. And um, and I caught my first break. I, I found Pete through Tony Robbins, the great personal motivational instructor. And I, I, I told I told Varese, I said, I'm postponing surgery because nobody's told me this, that, that I could align my joints. He calls it load bearing joints. We call it energy producing gyroscopes of the human body. So. So I tried Pete's and boy, wouldn't you know it? A year later, I could breathe. I could walk around. Two years later, I picked up the golf club. I was swinging the golf club. Three years later, I was playing one one time a month. Four years later, that was 2004. I've been playing golf three to four days a week ever since. So in 06, I flew into San Diego. I gave him a big old fucking hug. I'm like, Pete, you saved my life. I was there. I was going to commit suicide. And um, and uh, and he's like, dude, you ought to be a coach. You all fired up about this shit. I'm like, I don't know nothing about coaching Pete, dude. I'm a businessman. I own a bunch of small businesses. I'm a hustler. He said, you could be a good coach. That's what he told me because it comes from passion. So I said, well, what do I have to do to be a coach? He said, well, I I got an institute here. All you got to do is pay me $2,400. I'll teach you about the musculoskeletal system, load-bearing joints and function. And and I'm wiggling around because we all sit on our knees over here. So I noticed that. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, so I became a coach in 06. Well, I got in this institute. I opened up a small studio in 08. It was part-time friends and family. You had to have an appointment. And then in 09, I found, I found I started teaching spin class. I got into the triathlon community. And man, something started happening in 09 where my hamstrings would lock up. And I'd start to get hip pain. And I had all the knowledge now. I was a postural assessment level one, level two. And I couldn't fix my own body. So, you know, I would, I kept, I kept calling home office at the Egoski method. And I'd be like, look, y'all got to figure this fucking shit out. I'm certified now and I can't figure it out. Oh, you're not functional. You're not functional. And I'd be like, nah, man, y'all missing some pieces. So I shut my studio down and right about the same time, the iPad came out in 010 and you two started publishing the indigenous tribe videos, the documentaries from, from national geographic and, and new Atlantic. And uh, and I started watching an indigenous people in slow motion video with that iPad. I would put it up on the screen. I would tape it. And what I found was an energy mathematical system that that makes us anti-fragile superhumans. So I started with myself and my buddy, Coach Nola. He him and I do about 200 miles of backpack hiking every year. He's 61. I'm 55. Uh, and we started to feel better. And then I started dissecting a few triathletes in slow motion video. And, and everybody was better. And now the guys who listen to me are still running at 59, the ones that didn't get new, new knees. And it's all because I trusted the mathematics. And, and, and the mathematics came from living in the South. So we, we got all these 
hurricanes that come through here every summer, about four or five of them. Mm -hmm. And they would always talk about the singularity and the mathematics. And in slow motion video, you see the mathematics, the same five spiral mathematics of the golden ratio. You see it in a human body when you're moving through space. So I just taught to the evidence I was seeing in slow motion video. And back then it was like 720p or something. And then it went to 1080p and now it's 6k. But I just trusted my instincts and and the rest is history, you know. Now, I needed help to get it to the world. And I'm very lucky enough to have a partner. His name is Gary Scheffler. You should have him on the show. And, and um, he was the first strength and condition and speed and agility coach to look at it mm -hmm. and say, huh, you mean to tell me those knee braces on all my athletes are, 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 are woda? You mean to tell me all that physio tape is bullshit? I'm like, yeah, watch. Just let me show you the math. And it took him about a year and a half. And man, in 2018, when he became full master coach, the whole fucking thing blew up because his athletes started to trust him as he was trusting me. And then now it's crazy. We got like 70, 80, 100 people at D1s. We got professional athletes around the world calling us. It's um, We got 160 coaches worldwide and about 30,000 athletes under recode or maintenance in, maintenance in their go-to or, or doing what's called, I call it pressure wave training. So Coach Gary has something called Rico225.com where you can, you if you're young and you like to do these hardcore workouts, you can work out with those guys and, and, um, and develop a beautiful energy based mathematic body that never gets hurt. But, but that's kind of like my story. Um, you know, it helped that it helped that I was independently wealthy and helped that, that I didn't need a job. I, I followed, you know, a lot of the groups around the world, like animal flow and movement naturally and all mm -hmm. the ground guys. Yeah. I followed all the posture guys I followed all some people talked about energy, um, you know, but I mean, it was just a few pieces that really helped Pete's work on load bearing joints. We called alignment, aligning the gyroscopes. Noel Perez was a, a, a documentary uh, person who was in, in Indonesia documenting um, uh, tribes that live close to earth. And she documented back chain dominance. She has three, three star pupils in America. One's Esther Goclay wrote a book called, Eight Steps to a Healthy Spine. Uh, Kathleen Porter wrote, wrote a book called Ageless Spine, Ageless Body. And then and Jean Couch is a yoga instructor that used her back chain dominant technology. So, so we st I started to put together these fractals. Um, and then and then I had to figure out what it meant to be inside ankle bone high and supple and how it related to the energy pattern of landing the Mother Earth and leaving Mother Earth. So I documented all that. And, uh, you know, Gary forced me, my partner, Gary forced me to demystify it. So I was a big singularity teacher back in 13 and 14. He's like, dude, I need more bullets in the gun. So we created the grotary drop-in bow and created, created, created the corner where we could train those specific fractals of the singularity. And, you know, the rest is history, dude. We guarantee 6 to 26% in, in jump in speed and velocity measurables if you're training with an old school guy. And, and, and we haven't had any non-contact catastrophics in 10 years. And we haven't had any athletes that degenerate cartilage or endurance athletes run forever. 60 year old people that can run 20 miles and wake up the next day and, and, and almost not feel like they've run, but it's all in slow motion video evidence and, and the mathematics, we put it all together. And, and, and so that's it. Go ahead. That's, hey, that's hey, like, I, I love it. That's exactly what I was looking for because <laughs> I, 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 I have a surgeon. Well, well, as you were saying those, I have questions that I had already written down, one through my own experience, just like you, but also I like how – so you, a lot of this, you you were your own test dummy then going through this, yes, this is the learning absolutely. from it. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, salt, uh, salt, the guy who created penicillin. Somebody has to do it first. Somebody yeah, has right. to. Dude, I never, dude. I'm like a big old hunt, uh, a big old bear, a nice bear. I could never <laughs> hurt another. But I don't mind hurting myself. I already right. had three digits. <laughs> I had no clue. Look, if, I, if I do this, when I first saw Golden in slow motion video, I was like, uh, Michael Jordan's doing this. I wonder if I do this, if I'm going to blow my knee out. You know, there was some things I was seeing yeah. that the computer science community said was a no-no. Yeah. And, but they didn't understand how the foot and the ankle complex was really an energy system. They just looked at it as a lever system. And if you look at it from a cadaver science point of view and physics and biomechanics, you'll never get it because you got the wrong map. Yeah. So what what uh, what disc were blew out in you? Was it L4, L5? L5, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that right at the pelvis level, the first one, L5, S1, and then and then L5, L4, and then L4, L3. They're all gone. And look, you, you, I lived, it's called an anatomical fusion. I've lived with, for 33 years with blown out discs. You know how many times I've had operated on, been operated on by a neurosurgeon or, or an orthopedic surgeon? Fucking zero. Because yeah. once you figure this shit out, you're like, oh, the pain in your ankle is the ancient memory. All you got to do is learn what it's telling you. And in slow motion video, we have the evidence like that. Yeah. 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 That, mine was L4, L5. And some of the stuff when I, because of catching what I do, when I started paying attention to how my gate sat, right. Uh, it would, uh -huh. Just from catching being under, once I started changing, like I said, functional movement, doing things to where, uh, with kettlebell lifts, doing things, putting my, I guess, tension or flexion on my hips to open them up. I could see you could see how I'd stand. You could see after a pitch when the ball was hit, how it stand up out of my squat to like run down first. It was changing, and that I I had one epidural. I didn't do the rest of them because in that that's when I had that injury. I think it was oh four oh six somewhere. I don't. I'm a back then. It was yeah, I did I did that right away and started getting on stability ball, moving that hip where they say, all right, just sit down and relax. I started gaining mobility in my hips because where I was trained is like move or die. I got to move in the right direction to create flexibility. We know why. See, what yeah. you, what you guys. I, mine, people, mine was, I think I just did it because it was like gymnastics. This is when I'm in a good position. I felt stable in those areas just because that's what I was doing. I didn't know why. I just knew these things when I got hip mobility and flexibility, I would like my left heel down that burning of my calf and into my, it was going uh, over, you know? So yeah. I, you know, I didn't, wasn't, I didn't have go to yet. You know, it wasn't on the well, planet yet. You don't have to guess anymore. Yeah. Like you guys were just guessing, you know how many, yeah. you know, we got 60 coaches and, and I always say everybody was out there digging around. Everybody yeah. was out there moving the bushes well, around. Well, well I think know, too I, is, is yeah i think i definitely was lucky i think the way i did it and having gymnastics my uncle was in martial arts and then guys like berkman who and i looked at it a little different move like movement uh -huh. i want to move this way without pain i didn't necessarily have to go to and then speaking of the training rooms it was like what you said you need to get stronger you need to do yeah. you need to do more of this you need to, there was no real answer because i feel like they were guessing and putting band-aids kinesio tape on literally even sometimes literally. chip or take these four or five pills and go catch john 
That, yeah. that was that was their fix. Here, here's some Indocin. I don't care that you're bleeding out your butthole. Just go <laughs> out there and catch some more. You know, and that was literally the 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 remedy that they would get. So I I think uh, I I like to find out some of these answers. One of the things I had is inside inside ankle bone high. What is when you're speaking that? Inside give ankle me that. bone high. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you know that let's say i had a plumb bob that would be level uh-huh. and what happens when you're in a wide stance um lifting derivative uh, uh, well there's a lot of things bad things that can happen but one of the things is you're flat-footed so in order to create leverage like a crowbar you have to get into what's called a wide stance so when, when your ankle ankle gyroscope is underneath your hip gyroscope it sits at this magical angle we're not uh-huh. going to get into that because it's, it gets a little thigh spiral complicated. So when you go into a wide stance and you press it out of it, basically you, you turn your feet flat footed and you become what's called inside ankle bone level to low. And then when you lift, the inside ankle bone drops and then you're creating what's called, I call it crowbar leverage or max neural drive from the inside ankle bone low position. Then you end up walking like that because your body's going to respond to the stimulus that it's presented. You caught all those years that you got what's called a posterior pelvic tilt. And when you got a pain, you remove the P-tilt and into a normal, nice uh, lumbar flex state. So as, as, as you were correcting yourself, the pain would go. So same thing with that ankle on low. It's a misbehavior of the ankle gyroscope. And every non-contact catastrophic comes off of the technology. And every knee cartilage that degenerates or hip cartilage that degenerates comes off the same technology. What the worst part about it is it, it changes the way you move energy from what I call a forward locomotive energy pattern. So this is a forward pattern. And, and, and all of a sudden it becomes south of the equator. Your energy is moving the wrong way. So it just just. It's just diametrically opposed to, to how we supposed to use energy. Yep. I kind of want to just put my foot right there and we'll just. You want to do that? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I want to keep the technology. Come on. Come on. What's yeah. great about having a here? Bam can meet, Bam passes all the testing to a high level. So. All right. Let me move this. All right. So. So, Bam, get, get a little bit more narrow in your stance without, without breaking nothing. There you go. So na- nature has the inside ankle bone playing higher than the outside ankle bone. Okay. Now, just give me a fist width distance of your feet, Bam. That's normal. Your gyroscope here needs to be underneath the one upstairs because they work in synchronicity. They work in harmony. They're using RPM matching systems. When the RPM of this system is going too slow, it stays in while the one up there goes too fast. It goes out. That's how you get the ACL strip. Yes. So they have to be in harmony. So now watch. They're getting a wide stance. Now look look what we got now, right? We got inside ankle Now we're building strength off this technology. And in slow motion video, this is why I've never seen an ACL shred or an Achilles rupture off the inside ankle bone high technology. It's always a high ankle sprain. And two weeks later, the guy's playing again. Yep. Every yep. once in a while, there's a fracture, like one every five fucking years. You know how many Achilles shreds there are every year? A quarter of a million. You know how many ACLs? A quarter of a million. Uh-huh. So it's like every once in a while, I'll get a biomechanical gobbledygook moron. I'll say, well, you know, you're going to get, 
I'm like one in five years compared to a half a million a year. Come on, dude, have some yeah. common sense. Yeah. So they, they, a lot of it, it was people lack common sense. Then when you come from, when you reared by in Hutchinson, Kansas, farm boy, dude, you, you, he will not, he will, would not allow me to have no common sense. Like yeah. you get underneath the car until you put the jacks underneath it. Right? And then you remove the hydraulic jack because if that hydraulic jack fails and you don't have the stable jack, your whole body's going to get crushed. So he, you know, he would say things like that. It's like, no, you're in a dangerous place. You could lose a life right there. You could use, you could lose your life using that tool that way. Yeah. And, um, and you know, unfortunately enough, I've had some of those situations in my life. One time I was, you know, we grew up in a, what's called a lower middle-class neighborhood. So I didn't have, I didn't have basketball goals and we barely had a net. So we had a, we had a rim, we had a rim we made out of a, an old bike uh, rim yeah. and then we would put socks on it. And one day I was trying to replace the socks and I was pulling on it with, with, uh, <laughs> with some pliers and it slipped off and broke my tooth and I had to go around with no tooth. Well, it's just little things like that. You know, I had to learn how to have common sense, but in essence is when you see the inside ankle bone low technology and all the shred related to it at the ACL and the Achilles, half a million a year growing at 15%. And you see the training that would cause that to happen, deadlifting, back squatting, anything wide stance and flat footed. We don't land flat footed. Why would we train flat footed? Um, and then and then, so all I did was have the common, common sense to say, well, why don't we just train in into the in energy wheelhouse? Why would yeah. we train outside the wheelhouse? It's like if you got a category one hurricane and you want it to be a category five, like you, you're a category five. You played at the MLB at the highest level. Yeah. Well, fuck, you want deep, warmer, warmer water. You yeah. want deeper, warmer water. You don't call up the polar vortex and say, why don't you come down and help me out? That's linear training. Yeah. That's race to core training. That's yeah. wide stand training. You bring the grim joint reaper into the house, and then when the shred comes, like Odell Beckham Jr. and all these guys I assessed and they didn't want to do go to, I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm trying to save your, your joints here, son, and they don't listen. And, and you know, I'm doing the best I can, but sometimes, bro, they don't listen to the old fat ball guy. You know what I'm saying? We're sometimes we're stubborn, dumb athletes, bro. That's <laughs> what I was going It I, hurts, I, though. You got I, I, one area. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. I, well, it's funny because you just posted a picture of of uh, who's the Chiefs guy? Um, um Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and then the other goat. I'll just say goat Gota of how they're how they're walking, how they're walking, and as their feet are, you know, coming off the ground and moving. And it was funny because that whole Super Bowl. I could not help but watch every guy's run as they were going after kind of researching. I was like, oh, that guy's Goda. That guy's Woda. I started understanding just from your, your stuff on there. Explain Goda or Woda on how you would describe it so people know they hear us say Goda and Woda. Uh, well, okay. Well, well, articulate yeah. that. Maybe off that post because I, I think that was something that I could see even in the way that their gait when they walk, when their foot left the ground how you would describe that Goda or Woda, what that means. So, so once you understand how we process information in life, you can't have a sunrise without a sunset. You can't have night without day. You can't have a fast person without a slow person, right? You can't mm -hmm. have right without left. You can't have north, north, northwest without north, northeast. You can't have 130 without 1130. You understand that we have to make sense of the world that we live in. Yeah. Uh, use polarity. Um, and 
when when I identified Category 5 Hurricane, which is Michael Jordan, Simone Biles, Ed Reed, Tom Brady, Pele, Babe Ruth, I mean, they just go to, they're all in history. Every indigenous yeah. person I've ever seen is go to. Um, I had to say, well, what's the opposite of this? What is the opposite of Goda? Well, it's Woda. It's every energy robbing pose and movement that you can see in slow motion video. So to explain it, uh, one of the, one of the, one of the things we always say is heal in all day is a great indicator of Woda because the foot, you can either play on the outside of the foot or you can play on the inside of the foot. All right. And you, if you look at the, if you look at the uh, mechanical nature of the foot, the anat anatomics of it, you can see cuboid bone and all these things, the way they operate. And the outside of the foot is like a blade and the inside of the foot is kind of the, art, the artsy side. Well, the hand's the same way. The, every martial arts instructor wants you to hit off the power side of your hand. They never want you to hit off the artistic side because the whole thing just implodes. And that's what's yeah. going on in Woda. So to describe it metaphorically, here's a cup and it sits on an axis because energy is always on this spiral wave of axis, whether it's the Milky Way, the Taurus of the universe, or the human body. So when that axis starts to get distorted, and I'm not talking about reforming because a hurricane can come into the Gulf then take a right. And when it's taking that right, it'll reform or you see the tornadoes move and then they'll yeah, all of a sudden yeah, turn. Yeah, they'll yeah. reform. I'm not talking about reforming. I'm talking about uh, disorganizing the singularity. So when you see the inside ankle bone go low, right, you disorganize the singularity. And then that's the, the human body's using the same mathematics as energy of the universe. So when you, when you violate the mathematics, you, inch, you know, you, again, you, you let the Grim Joint Reaper in, into your system. And then until you find one of us, you, you still think deadlift is going to is the way out. It's not. Uh, you <laughs> want me to explain it to you another way? Have Coach Bam explain it to you another way? In essence, is is there's a pattern. All indigenous people move the same way. This is why you see flocks of birds. They all move the same way. And then you got all these what's called chaos systems theory people like FRQ and a few of these other people, they're insane. They're like, no, no, we can, we can move different. I'm like, yeah, you can move different. You really can. You can to get married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, well, but you can get married and you can take your wife to Oahu and you can freaking go to, uh, you know, where they fry, where they spin in the pig, the luau, and then you can go inside ankle bone low and go on. But it's art. It's not explosive, yeah. violent, 5K, endurance marathons, running the first base and making a cut movement. There's there's a there's a time and place for the inside edge. There's a time and a place to use your, you know the writing and art of, of the of the hand. So, and really, what uh, it sounded like you were looking at with that picture between the two differences of the water and the goda, a big one that is a telltale sign is you know just the direction of the energy that it's moving in. Correct. The goda is moving from the outside to the inside or from this direction, and the yeah. godas do opposite. So it's it's yeah. reversed. And so, you know, in the right, uh, what we call good. it, the right and the left column. So in the human body, you know, this is kind of like it's kind of, kind of complicated because it's kind of rotational force. So if the right, the right hip and the right ankle is moving in synchronicity, so mm -hmm. this is moving around, right? Well, this one's over here. If it's in what's called retrace mode, swimmers call it recovery stroke. When it's coming over the top open chain, this side's land Mother Earth and, and converging while this side is retracing and then everything goes to the other side and everything goes to the other side. In a water, what you see 
is that's disorganized. So this side lands, it doesn't open up. This side's moving the other way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense a little bit? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let me, let me explain it again. So the, the, the hip dockets and the ankle joints are gyroscopes, and they're in harmony in the same sequence of the RPM, rhythms per, per minute. So they have to be moving in the same direction. Even though one's in the open chain, this is the closed chain, this is the open chain. They call that swing phasing in biomechanical gait analysis. Then you have to go to the other side. These guys are landing over here. There's no open virgin rotary bow, and this one's going the other way. Does that yeah. make sense? That's it's going the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. It's disorganized, yeah. correct. And so it's so easy to have a non-contact catastrophic when you're disorganized like this because uh, it, it's actually designed for you to move the backwards. And I, I was just going to ask that you just use the the phrase the uh, the non-contact catastrophic. Can you articulate on that a little bit more? Sure, it just doesn't exist. We haven't had one in ten years. Think about yeah. that. We yeah. and yeah. and it didn't exist at a high level until about sixty years ago. Well, what happened around sixty years ago? All this new workout training, flat-footed, break the core. They got away from movement mathematics. They didn't even know what they were doing back then. Let's just face it. The yoga people three thousand years ago didn't have slow motion video. Joe Pilates was a dancer. He needed to brace the core a lot because he was an artistic guy. Uh, none of these guys had slow motion video. Even my mentor, Pete, if, if and he's kind of like almost 90 now, but if he was, if he would stop for a second and say, my work was really not finished because yeah. it's not yeah. cadaver science. We are not pieces of metal. We are human energy, we're humans in an energy form. So, um, so they just uh, they just couldn't see it without slow motion video. And let's face it, I couldn't see it without slow motion video. Even now, I have super athlete will tell me, "What do you think, Coach?" I'm like, "Hello, you think my naked eyes that you think my <laughs> naked eye is that good?" Let me explain something to you. If you go to court today and you say, uh, "Judge, what's the lowest form of evidence?" You know what the judge said? The judge will say, "Shit, a naked eye." <laughs> Because people are nearsighted, people are colorblind. Yeah. You never know how far you are. It's the worst. Eyewitness testimony is the worst form of evidence. You know what the best form of evidence is? Six K form. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, the biomechanical people don't even believe in it. I've had I've had doctors in biomechanics tell me, yeah, so much video is not science. Everybody uses it. The courts use yeah. it. The NFL uses it. The NBA uses it. All, 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 all this, you know, but you guys don't, don't use it and y'all don't believe in it. And y'all don't think it's evidence. Somebody's insane. It's either me or coach Ricky would always say that he said, you know, coach Gill, I used to think I was insane until I met you. <laughs> you realize we are, we're not there's, insane. There's you know a, I think there's a, I think there's a few, one, because of video, because of technology and stuff like that. But I also think there's a, what do you call it, wokeness of, of the fitness world, if you will. Uh, there's an acceptance that there's something going on with energy. There's something with, obviously, you said with mathematics. Uh, another guy that I kind of, who was started touching on baseball stuff. Have you ever heard of David Weck, the Weck method? Yeah. He, he invented the BOSU ball. We don't get along. Just let you know that because. Uh, well, I th- I think there's. You, I don't think you get along because you guys. Are, he's competitive, and you're you're both anti 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 like st- brace the core type of stuff. So you're like, you all agree on that. Same narrative. I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, what, but so, I think 
I think there's a more that this is what I'm saying. He's he's open to it being different. He's on to the same thing of we're just spiritually talking the body, right? Of where you both are kind of investigating. Yeah. And look, look, let me and, say and not this. personally, you as people. This is me being an athlete investigating, like they're looking at the foot, how it leaves the ground and the ancient meridian lines and geometry yeah, the way he yeah, does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a more thoughtful, uh, thoughtful, uh, what am I trying to say? There's a for thoughtful feel of, of how the body works now. You know, it's yeah. a, a, because of video and, and because of what athletes are experiencing and how they were able to articulate it and then put it to video. I think there's, we're starting to catch up with, the no geometry of our body, so to say. You know? ancient, yeah, that's what like that's what I've been saying yeah. for all these years. Ancient geometry, Fibonacci, Coach, golden ratio, and and um and vortex math. So let me just say this, because I I need to be able to differentiate us between foot collective, David Weck, functional yeah. patterns. They got the they got the wrong map too. Cause uh-huh. what I tell people is look, <laughs> go to we didn't make anything up. It didn't come from the ego. Cause I was a fucking woda. Mm-hmm. I had to look at myself and say, whatever I'm doing, I got to do the opposite of. So I, it's totally opposite of what everybody else. Everybody else is saying, look what I look what I created. Look what I found. Uh, Wex got a new right hip. And it's just, but if there's this lady, you, and watch this Netflix series called Babies. Go to episode two. She she's a documentary. She's a uh, she's a scientist. And she, she would take these babies out of the womb. And which she would, if you put them on the, on the mom's belly, you couldn't barely do nothing but wiggle around. But if you took the baby and you put it in water, guess what it does? Even though it, doesn't have, even though it doesn't have the musculature to do it in, gra- in, in gravitational space. It, it let me tell you what it doesn't do first. No, it doesn't do Pilates. It doesn't do meridian line, foot meridian line stuff. It doesn't do it doesn't do yoga. It doesn't do uh, brace the core. It doesn't do spine and shin angle training. It doesn't do uh, any end of the, any of the Olympic and powerlifting derivatives. It doesn't do traditional fitness. It does a singularity known as crawling. So the crawling okay. phase of the body is where the mathematics starts, and that mathematics is handed over through a transfer of pivot points. We are moving off of the hand and the knee pivot points when we stand up to the bottom outside blades of the feet. And the hands just become open chain swing mechanisms. And we, as go-to coaches, because every indigenous person does it, Michael Jordan, the 100-year-olds at the track and field world championships, we have never changed our philosophy. It's like our work is done. The only question now is how fast can we make John a go-to? Can we do it in 60 days? Can we do it 120 days? The faster we get you go to, the, the quicker you can get on with the rest of your life. So you can go do a marathon or, or, an, or an ultra or an Ironman triathlon or like us backpackers, we want to go backpack all the great scenes of the world. But most people just want to get back to their life mm-hmm. pain-free, just like you were when you were 13 years old. Sleep yeah. like a baby, pick up, no pain, put, put on your shoes. If you like shoes and then get on down the road. But I mean, you know, I haven't been into the gym other than my gym. And even when I'm, I'm even when I'm walking through my gym, I'm like, I don't want to be here. 
<laughs> and I play golf four days a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's free spring Yeah, but it, it's it's they come. It's in the cellular memory. So so what we're saying is, quit fucking messing with uh, with nature's mathematics. Get out of your ego and come join us. Save the world. Come join us in saving the world's connective tissue, please. I love. I, mean, I love, I love that I. I, I love that I struck a nerve because as soon as I said Weck method, I saw him kind of smile back there, drop uh, his green like, drink, oh, and like, oh, he just hit a nerve. Oh, it's going to get good. <laughs> we were look, we were brothers for a second because him and, and Naudi and, and Weck, we had the yeah. same narrative. That's and what I said, I did, yeah. yeah. And Goda came from a place of security. I just wanted to make sure nobody ever get hurt again. I didn't realize till I met my partner, Gary, that everybody was going to get six to 26 percent faster. And we turned yeah. it into a guarantee. Like if you hire us, none of those guys will do this. Yeah. If you hire us and you can run a, t a 10 flat 100. We guarantee you're going to get six percent faster if there's water in the slow motion video and yeah. we give you all your money back. None of these guys do that. And which we haven't lost anybody in 10 years to a non-contact. You're not going to get hurt because the slow motion video. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. What about um, nutrition? What are your thoughts on nutrition? What are uh, I, I don't I don't care. I, it's not my it's not my space. I, I don't have nothing in it. I like red wine. I like beer. I like to eat big steaks, and I like okay. to play a lot of golf. I, I, I you know I got to take a lisinopro every day, a little one, my doctor because of high blood pressure. But other than that, I'm fine. You know, I really need to lose forty pounds. I gained this fucking forty pounds lifting weights, trying to get out of back pain. And then I got all, I'm thick. I'm a thick guy now, kind of like you. I'm just naturally thick. I hadn't worked out in 23 years. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. do you think, is, is there, um, do you think there's benefits to, to uh, higher nutrition or certain nutrition? Absolutely. And, I would say get, yes. To get Gota or, or do yeah, you, to assist in Gota or is food more of a like, I'm going to give I'm going to give you my opinion. There's a coach over here. His name is his name is Josh Ulrich. He's a Weston Price certified guy. And I can tell you this, that the answers that we're always looking for are in energy. So when oh. you look at food, if you could see it as live energy and start making better choices, I think I think you would solve a lot of problems. And in essence, you should be eating apples and oranges and yeah. not cooking your food too much and making sure you don't overeat, but it's, I don't think it's that complicated. It's just, we live uh, in this time place where it's, you got a hundred dollars in your pocket and, and you want to teach, a, you know, a New York strip, 12 ounce medium rare with a glass of wine. Do you going to go get it? I think that sounds like <laughs> and, a hell of a meal right there too. <laughs> and I like to do it. Right. <laughs> and for, for me personally, because I've been, you know, on the, the go to track for a while now, a little over three years. Uh, I look at inflammation, yeah. which is, if it's, food is going to really inflame my body in a way what that is going to do is take away some of my ability just to sense and feel my body in time and space so the inflammation causes all of this weird signals coming through and i can't really get into my go to zone feel you know how i want to feel so uh, for me it's a lot about the sensations that the food will create and if it's going to take away that yeah, I, I got yeah, that well i i think i think you do I think where he where he's talking is having a relationship with food towards your go to could either give you clarity of of where you're going or gives you comfort where you're saying the way you described it to me was I I'm thinking of red wine a steak an experience to comfort and enjoy 
Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. your Gorda. That's your, where you go to your Gorda to, to have this energy that you're projecting and feel uh-huh. and have this feels good energy around you, right? And you kind of describe food that way, and you describe the food as like I'm getting optimally. And I think that's kind of where my head is, was I want to be able to squat, do things and when I'm doing my lessons, get down and show these 13 year olds, like I'm more flexible than you. And to be able to do that, I can feel it when I'm having too much pleasure food, those things, awesome. it kind of takes away from those other pleasures in that realm because of inflammation like you and, and not being the clarity in my diet gets cloudy and I, and I feel that nope. and I think that's our relationship with by, food by the way coach we got three go to boys here you can find them at, at go to boys on Instagram all three of them got six back abs all three I, of them I, I, I them saw are. those ninja turtles trust me I've seen them on Instagram <laughs> walking around with their abs out I'm <laughs> Little bastards. They all got great yeah. hair. A couple of them have great hair too. I'm bald as shit. <laughs> got abs, nice hair. Screw you guys and your little teardrop, you know, knees yeah, yeah. and everything. Come on. Uh, their their feet had muscles. Like they were like spreading their feet out. I noticed stupid shit like that. I could see their toes all working independently. Yeah, that all annoyed me. I saw them. I saw them. <laughs> Well, so what do you, what do you, what's your purpose for uh, sitting on the floor? Is that just to be connected to your body, your posture, sitting how your, body, your body's supposed to be? Get really good at, at understanding energy in the human body. And okay. we, I just, I look at it as nine boxes, like a tic-tac-toe box. And, and the bottom box is kind of like what, what prepares you for the energy wave. So there's, there's the, you know, you got to align your gyroscopes in this mathematical vortex system with a 90 degree angle. So then, and then you got to have a back chain dominant presence. That's fractal number two. Then you got to have the range of motion, which you've, you've said on a number of times on the show that you really want to get into these deep squats, that that squat derivative or the hinge derivative. When you take those two fractals and you split them into what's called a contralateral pose, those systems create energy. So in essence is the, the, the shit that you take in the morning, and every time you reach down and pick something up from the ground, an apple or an orange, it's when you combine those, and Fibonacci says one and one, one plus one equals two. Two is two is the mathematical energy wave. So that's what propels you forward. And then the energy the energy wave itself is is you gotta you gotta converge, which is land to mother earth. We call it the rotary go to bow. Then you gotta diverge, you gotta leave mother earth, explode. We call that to, to go to corner. Then the opposite sides in what's called retrace mode. It's no, no different than any great golf coach or any great swim coach has ever coached. If you're a swim coach, you grab the water, you pull the water, you recover over the top. In golf, it's the backswing, the downswing, and the forward through. It's no different than locomotive behavior forward. Then the last three boxes you have to continually check is what would cause that's those systems to be out of tune, as Philip Beach would say. And I've never read his book, uh, Coach Ricky Turn. Coach Ricky always talks about Philip Beach, and he was an osteopath from, from uh, I think, New Zealand or Australia. He wrote a book, and he's talked about how all indigenous people sit this way and sleep this way. And I'm like, yeah, that's all inside ankle bone high. Uh, you see that in the, not in, in the documentaries. It's like, well, he figured out what I figured out. So he just didn't know. He don't have slow motion video evidence like yeah. I do. Yeah. So these, 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 what we call waiting postures, 
resting postures, and sleeping postures are the other nine boxes that you have to continually check. Bam, get up and show them the Michael Jordan uh, resting waiting corner. So Michael Jordan would be tired. He had to, he'd be at the foul line. He'd be waiting in this position. Now turn turn from that pot. Yeah, from the, and his knees would be pointing in, but he'd be, have narrow columns and his inside ankle bones would be high. That's what's called a waiting pose. Now get into the statue of David pose because Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, he drew. No, he's when he's standing up. That's the thinking person. Go stand up, drop, drop one foot back like you in samba, like that. And then the statue of David kind of looks like this. He's sitting in what we call a waiting corner. So those are the waiting poses. You're hanging out with your buddies. You're at the bar. You're drinking. You don't want to be winning uh, the mathematics of energy. Then you have these poses here on the ground. Now you're working. Now you're studying. Now you're now you're trying to. You fix the food for tonight's dinner. That's called Cowboy 1 on right. And he can go to Cowboy 2 on left, right? And then he can go to, I'm going to move this out the way, go to just a, a resting squat. And, you know, they'll just sit here and work in these poses. And then... Yeah, his feet and his knees are out. And he, sit there, he, can, he works all day in these poses. Then, of course, Seiza is kind of like the one we always sit in. Seiza. And then you can rest here and read books and, and, and watch television and then go, go ahead. And, and then you can do crisscross Indian pose or you can do long that's, sitting. That's, go ahead one of, that's one of the poses that I, I would end up doing sitting in with the feet. Cause I, with my feet, my ankles, it end up stretching because I'm always yeah, like this. It. Yeah. It's the ancient way. Okay. So if once you understand go to then get back in the cowboy pose uh, coach, once you understand go to, then all you have to understand is that we're opening up an energy wave while the other side's closing, and then we're retracing to the other Your side. Your back foot's turned in, right? Your back foot you're yep, sitting on. Yep, okay. yep. This is the this is the go to corner. This is the heel away all day. The okay. other side is a bow. So that cowboy sitting pose, or the double sazer pose, or the or the resting squat, the shit pose, is all like designed a, like a tornado. Okay, it's all designed for when you get up to do the number one thing we were designed to do, which is do what you got to go hunt for the food. You got to go and procreate hopefully with somebody, right? You got to go find a hot chick, a hot guy. You got to move forward. <laughs> Look, I don't know anybody. This is what I don't get about the lifting community and the cadaver science community, these biomechanical guys. I don't know anybody that gets out of bed and says, I'm walking to the bathroom backwards. I'm going to the kitchen doing lateral behavior. You know what I'm saying? It, I don't know anybody that does that. So why yeah. would you train? If yeah. you use it one one thousandth of your day, well, why don't you train it one one thousandth of your day? That means I wouldn't have to train it for, for every three years. You know? <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense, especially when you're looking at four million people a year having uh, repairs and replacements to, to, to their gyroscope uh, joints uh, and, and in the knee too. Growing at 15%, it's look, by the way, buy some stock in some of these robotic uh, joint replacement companies. It's going, you're going to hit big because it's know. 4 million people getting repairs and replacements now, going to 8 million every every five years, going to six. So it's growing exponentially. So in a mere 25 years, it's going to be like 128 million people. Do you think, having a joint it, you think that's growing just because I think it's just like we as a society, I think, are being more aware of our one because of the pandemic, knowing how. You need to be healthy. There's more people getting in the weight room working out now. I feel like, you know, well, doing home gym, doing problem. homework. Is that why we're having an increase? Training is icing on the on the joint capsule destructive cake. 
And in essence, is, is, is the, the beds we sleep in let you sleep on your belly or they let you sleep on your back. And you really should be in fetal position. So you're sleeping wrong. Then we all got recliners. So it's a front chain dominant resting position. So the back chain's not doing shit when you're in the recliner. Mm-hmm. Then we sitting in these chairs at where our, our kneecaps are at the right angles, chairs in school, chairs at work. And the whole system is just being degraded. Mm-hmm. The front chain starts to dominate. Then you go to the gym and you double down on front chain dominant behavior, which is lifting derivatives and spinal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. the joints are just on the siege. Yeah, yeah. From, what do you, from what, all yeah, from, from all angles, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, not- it's funny when I teach my like when I come in, I teach catching. I do a lot of these. Uh, you know, I do the gorilla walk, alternate gorilla walk. I do handstands. Right. I do a couple things like that. And I and when I'm lifting, whenever I give them lifts, it's all to kind of open up and, like I said, open up their hips, move, give hip mobility. But I'm strengthening their back. I'm always talking about their back because. Riding in the car, playing video games, driving. Uh-huh. I, I was like, why does an old man walk over like this? And then I think it really starts to click to him. Like, we're already kind of catching like this. We need to right. create stability of that in everything we do. And one of the things I always tell my catchers, when you walk past a mirror, your your posture needs to go up where you get your gate. You're over the top of your gate. Uh-huh. And those are some of the things that I did, that not necessarily – from Gota, but it was something that I did that I knew that this definitely helps me. Helps my my gait stay over my feet. You know, I'm not just walking out over the front. So that was some so, of the stuff I had. Let me let me let me let me throw this nugget out you and you can kind of see. I'm in a pose, we call it the Ted William pose, one of the greatest baseball hitters of all time. He would sit in the on desk circle like this. So this is a bow. And that's a corner, my heels away all day. Yeah, you yeah. sit in the deck circle there. Okay. Well, the, the bow is the, we call it an energy convergence or, or the or the macrocosm or the quantum realm. So we, we come in come into Mother Earth and we we're building energy. Then the corner is the divergent. We're we're releasing and cornering that energy. So when when you're training in a way where you're always converging, 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 and you're marrying yourself to, to basically imploding your body. Because you never, and when you got out of pain, you were basically teaching your body how to diverge, yeah. to get out of the divergent state. That's what you yeah. did to your lumbar spine when you went from a posterior pelvic tilt to a neutral tilt. Yeah, yeah. But it's all there. We're going to be, you know, we want to be on deck like this. The kneecaps out 22.5 degrees. The sternum's out 22.5 degrees. The back yes. knee rotated yeah. in 22.5 degrees. Then when we leave Mother Earth, we got to we gotta spin all that energy around to the other side. It's got to be a 45 degree pressure wave. Well, the math yeah. don't add up. If the math don't add up, then you got problems. And yeah. I was a weightlifting uh, for a while, and I was also looking at my posture. And the difference when I started working with Goda and Coach Gill was that he actually gave me video and picture of what we wanted my posture to be. Because I would also say, I want to stand up tall and straight, but I would shove my hips to the front and, and yeah. put my shoulders and coach told me and showed me that which one is longer which one is shorter and I saw that when I actually like put myself upright that I was compressing in my lower back and Uh so I had to learn how to decompress my back and get into my back chain which feels like almost like you're falling forward or you've got this three to six degree tilt and that's the long 
most decompressed position and it doesn't feel like you're standing up necessarily tall and straight. A lot of people feel uncomfortable. So when people are being cued with the naked eye to stand up straight, they're being cued into the front chain, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, people uh, call it uh, unfortunate more because of your lower back. Is that what you're saying? Was unfortunate because you're you're telling someone that the correct way to hold some kind of static standing posture is gonna be like upright, and in the when they think upright, they go into the front chain, they squeeze oh the glutes, uh -huh. the glutes squeeze, and they're doing a thrusting motion, and they get triple up. extension. It's like a triple extension thing, yep. and so their knees are turned out ways, uh, and then they kind of could start to widen their stance. When really uh, we should be talking about your spine just needs to be as long and tall as possible. Whatever, yeah. you know, get into that kind Whatever of mindset instead of stand up tall sure. with your shoulders back. We're more, we're, we're more associated with the fluidity and the languidness of a river than we are with a block of ice. So we need to be really like, I mean, that, that pelvis and that sacrum needs to be letting that spine just float around like a kite. It's smooth, yeah. Yeah. Do you, I, I obviously some of the all the snatch and the things that are going on and the way athletes are moving. Do you think that I feel like there's at least in the baseball community, uh, people I've been like Alex Gordon, like the hip, the labrum on their hip, and things that are happening now, and getting those bone spurs that cause that to fray. Do you think uh, that has a yeah. yeah? Look, we we got all this figured out. If, if, if I've never been, met anybody who had femoral acetabulum impingement is what they call it. It creates bones because yeah. the body has to protect itself when it's moving wrong or it doesn't have the, the range, the inside ankle bone high suppleness. So anybody who's having hip problems is, is, a, is a reverse move. They're violating the mathematics of forward energy. And when they land the Mother Earth, their kneecap may be straight instead of pointed out 22.5. And then when they leave Mother Earth, instead of kneecap being pointed in, 22.5 it's still pointed out 22.5 so the ball and socket upstairs is moving in the wrong direction and it's sitting there scraping on the wrong part of the acetabulum because it's not supposed to be there for thousands and thousands of reps that makes sense yeah definitely so what do you do for inflammation once you get inflammation in those areas besides correcting all that is there anything is there certain movements do you guys have a certain sequence that you do that helps get rid I'll tell of you, it I'm gonna let, i'll let bam respond to that because what i i've been walking gota for a while so we just got back from big Bend national park all i get is lactic acid in my ass and my lateral calves and my feet i don't ever have pain in a joint so <laughs> all i need is a good all i need is a good night's sleep and some water yeah. And then to get up and start moving in the singularity. I don't need anything else. But yeah. but Bam, these young guys, they're hardcore, Bam. Maybe you got a better answer than I do. But I don't go to the I don't go to those places anymore. I like to play golf four days a week. And it, have fun. It, I like to to push limits. So, you know, I'll be doing some silly stuff or just be wilding out and I might wake up with a lot of inflammation or my body's talking to me. Yeah. Um, what my body's saying is that we're not ready to move for today. We, you have not earned your the environment that you want to continue to go into today. So a lot of times, like I would be doing jujitsu, wrestling, MMA, and those kinds of things. If I woke up with pain, I'm not going to go on to the mats with that pain. So I need to fix it beforehand. We call those the pre-movement fundamentals. Yeah, we just talked about okay. that. Yeah, and those fundamentals. The nine boxes. You got to continually check in these nine boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I, I wake up, and it's no longer how am I going to search to, you know, 
get myself right? Am I going to go do yoga? Now, now it's very concrete. I'm going to go into a little deep. Are my inside angle bones high today? Let's put on a video and do a little walking around my room. Am I in my back chain? Oh, wow. Nope. I was sleeping on my stomach again. I'm in my front chain. Okay. I need to get in my back chain. What's a couple of exercises I can do? Maybe I'm just going to bust out 300 hip hinges. Boom. It's done. I'm in my back chain. Let's keep going. Or maybe, um, you know, it's because my spine is compressed in a little way. Maybe I got slammed or someone was uh, yanking on my spine and I just need to do some spinal decompression. And okay. so I've got, Yoda gives us the map that allows us to, you know, go down these ways and, and to kind of work with ourselves instead of kind of being lost in space, it's like very concrete. So when you take care of those pre-movement fundamentals, the body starts to quiet down. The uh -huh. nervous system starts to say, yep, we're ready to rock and roll. Let's keep going. And uh, the primos, we call them primos. primos huge, yeah. huge. Yeah. And, and, and on that thought, this is kind of like what the problem is, coach. When somebody like you, a uh, big six foot four Vero guy, was in a lot of pain, and then you start doing this exercise to get you from a peak tilt to a normal tilt and your pain goes away, then what you do is you go out there and you create a program based on what you did to fix yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you're wrecking a bunch of people that are exact opposite of what you, what they need. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the bow legged athlete cannot do the same go to workout as the knock kneed athlete. They need two different regiments. Yeah. Yeah. The posture of the pelvic tilt athlete, and we'll use that term, even though I don't like to use biomechanical gobbledygook, needs a total different regimen than the, than the anterior pelvic tilt athlete. Yeah, the person with thoracic rotation to the full, we call that pre-cornering of the trunk and shoulder, needs a different system than, than somebody who's got uh, an ankle that's severely collapsed. So you, in GoTo, we don't guess. There's no guessing. There's yeah. nobody has an opinion. The slow motion video decides what the athlete needs to do. And then the athlete has to collaborate with the super slow motion video coach and say, this is the capacity of my body now as we move into this directing place called go to 10, which is the panacea, panacea of go to, well, a few people like go to Joe and go to bam. A few of these guys hit these high levels and they go back and then try to go back and get it. You know, it's, it's really just a, it's like the river, you know, it's just moving around, meandering around every, you might sleep wrong one day and you got to fix, you got to fix the, what, what the wrong sleep did to you. Yeah. That makes sense a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I kind of brought that up and made it perfect was, is, I think uh, in a 162 game season in 180 days, you have to be very aware and very in tune. That's why I brought that up. And so that series that those nine boxes, I think would be a good series to progressively. Cause I, I would wake up and I'd be like, you know, plantar fasciitis going on. I got my, my left butt. I think I had a piriformis syndrome where, you know, the piriformis <laughs> went through. So it was in You're a reverse mover, buddy. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> squatting every day behind the plate wasn't, you know, wasn't the best uh, thing, especially with that reverse mover. Hey man, uh, at yeah. least you had the genetic to do it, bro. You, yeah, you, so I, I would have this series of I would go through with my body, um, and I, I wish I would have had this these nine blocks to be able to go through when I played to be able to kind of get me right or at least say, all right, I need to do some of these because I know I'm about ready to go squat for three hours. 
like you said, this gets me in my back chain or whatever gives you an assessment kind of, of what you're going to do for that day. And so I like that. The minute you get to this place, and this is the thing about goat, and this is what I I do like about WEC and Naudi and a few people out there saying that the locomotive derivative is, is the infrastructure. The minute you get to this place where you realize that that, that thing that came from the cellular memory from our ancestors called crawling, come stand up crawling and your stand up crawling behavior at a go to 10 is the infrastructure to world-class running, whether it's endurance or sprinting swinging, whether it's batting in baseball, MLB or golf at, 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 at the PGA tour level kicking, whether you're a field goal kicker in the NFL or, or you're a soccer player, um, uh, spiking or overhand throw, whether you're an overhand pitcher or a volleyball spiker, when you understand that this locomotive behavior, this singularity of the golden ratio of mathematics is the underpinning of those movement behaviors so that you're anti-fragile for life, then you can, it's almost impossible to get hurt because we haven't had anybody hurt in so long. Because yeah. we understand the mathematics that creates super anti-fragility for life. Yeah. And, you, and you do, when you start going down this path, you do start waking up with, it's no longer the piriformis or the plantar fasciitis, the itis is the big inflammations. It's more just the subtler mm-hmm. conversations that you're having with yeah, your body. Yeah. And that's where we want to get to is when you wake up, you just say, okay, I just need to just do a little There's bit a little knot in my neck. There's a little bit of this and then <laughs> you're ready to rock and roll. Whereas before when I was a reverse mover and I was doing two hours of Olympic weightlifting, two hours of jujitsu, like mat time, I would have an hour long warm up, you know, all my bands, all my mm-hmm. lacrosse balls. Like I would have, it was the amount of work that I had to do to correct the reverse movement was uh, really a, a robbing myself of, of some probably time. Probably doing more damage. Else. Yeah. Probably damaging. Yeah. There is, yeah. Well, it's not fixing the issue. It was just, yeah. yeah it was just putting the band-aids. So yeah. yeah. When yeah. you start going on this path, we get, you a get lot to wake up and, and feel pretty great. And that's really what we care about is because uh, wow. if you're waking up with uh, a lot of tension, uh, I say tension gets the attention. Yeah. So like if you're a dad or you're a person, you got stuff you got to do and your body has all this tension, all this talking to you, you can't even really pay attention to what's going on outside because there's just so much noise in your head, so much noise in your body. To, to give you a frame, coach, on how bad I was, I would wake up, piriformis sciatica sometimes i would have those nerves that were just spasming and then i'd have to meander my way to a hot shower and i would sit in a hot shower for 45 minutes this was my daily routine at 29 years old i used to think to myself i fucking feel 100 how did i get to this place (laughs) just (laughs) yesterday yesterday I met with you guys. I went to the golf course. I got my XR remote control caddy. I walked 10 holes. I hit three buckets of balls. I went home. I sat in Sazer. I watched a show. I did some assessments. I went to sleep. I woke up. I, I you know, I didn't even take a shower. Like, I, I don't even care. Like, I don't even think about being in pain anymore. That's a long ways away. A 55-year-old guy who, even though I'm wrecked at the lumbar level at three levels, at that's a long ways away from being that 29, 33-year-old kid who was a crippled up mess who didn't know what was going on. I'm just so far removed. That person's almost long gone. But having these conversations on these podcasts kind of give me a, a, remembrance, a, a remembrance of why I'm doing what I'm doing yeah. by, by creating a go-to team and a go-to worldwide philosophy 
to save the world's connective tissue. I got to, I got to, in order to, for me to motivate myself every morning, I got to remember how I was let down by the cadaver science community. Every morning, I got to remember how they failed me. And I got to remember how they failing everybody right now, the incompetence of it. And then that gets me fired up for the day. Not just for me to go, me and my buddy, Coach Nola, we're going to go walk seven miles in about two hours because we always, we have to be ready to be backpacking at any time. Um, but that's kind of, I just walk 20 miles a week and I don't think nothing of it. Yeah. yeah. Pain free. Yeah. It's not, I don't have knee pain, hip pain, back pain, nothing. My yeah. ass is sore. My back chain, my hamstrings are sore. Yeah. Because I'm working the shit out of them. Yeah. What well, kind of, um, which kind of goes into it is, is what kind of mental training do you do to your athletes to get kind of get your mind body connected? Cause, uh, is there any mental training that you do with Goda or is it? I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this because Goda is a hive of, of coaching genius, mm -hmm. um, that, that the golf community in our hive, Hunter Garthright, his dad, Brian Garthright's the top 100 PGA tour coach. We have a few golf guys that are specializes in this mental imagery stuff. Um, but I'm at a point now where all I think about personally is, is, is I'm trying not to work with too many athletes anymore is, is how to get a coach to understand the mathematics so that they can help their athletes. And then I tell them, you need to specialize in something like you, you a great baseball hitting coach. So you need to specialize as a go to hitting coach to have an additional skill set we call the mental imagery of Goda. Um, but I personally don't do that anymore. I just look at a magazine and say, I want to hike that mountain. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to hike that mountain. That's where I want to go. That's kind of that, you know, and I just, I just think about hiking a great mountain. And then I just tell my, I just tell my coaches and I, I like to say my, cause I was the first guy who documented the, uh, the singularity way, but I just say that, man, you guys got to bring something to the Goda hive, make it better. I brought the initial mathematics to it. Y'all bring something else to it. I'm finished. I lost 13 years of my life. I'm not going, I'm not, I, I don't even want, I, Phil, I, Philip Beach's book, uh, Muscles and Meridians. Ricky told me to read that book three years ago. I said, Ricky, I'm never reading another musculoskeletal book in my life. I read a thousand of them and I, I can't stand it. I'm bored. I just, I'm not doing it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I'm at a point in my life where like, I'm not doing anything. Uh -huh. that's going to uh -huh. bore me out of my mind. And, and some of this mental imagery stuff, and, and I was never a good athlete anyway, like you, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. But I mean, I play golf to an 11 handicap and sometimes, you know, I look at the hole and I can see the shot shape I want to hit. And I try to think my way to that shot shape. But if my swings woda, I ain't going to hit that shot shape. Because uh, <laughs> the body will do what the mind's telling it to do. You know? yeah. But I mean, I, it's, it's like diet, man. That's not my thing. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you well, that I, I have any answer. But, go, uh, Ben, you got any 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 philosophy on that? Yeah, from, from my perspective, what Goda does and what has done for me is the mental work that we're doing is kinesthetic intelligence, kinesthetic awareness, we like to call it. So okay. it's just really just being uh, able to know where you are in time and space and sense and feel your body, which is huge for an athlete. You, you need that. And there's a lot of athletes that come through that don't have that. So we have to teach it. And the, it's one of the, my favorite ways of being taught. And Goda has adopted it and Coach Kill coined it, but it's see, feel technology. So instead of, you know, working with the athlete and being like, Stick your butt back. Stick your, you know, just keep cueing them. Q, 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 Q. Maybe the Q works. Maybe the Q doesn't. 
you simply take a video, you slow that video down, you, you put the video on the TV in front of the athlete and you say, this is you. And you let the athlete watch themselves and you scrub it forward and backwards, forward and backwards until they see it. Okay. This is what I'm doing. And then you show them, this is what I want you to do. Or this is, you know, we're doing good or not. Yeah. That's and, how I get everybody, by the way, coach. I'm like, just wait till I show you the slow motion video. Yeah. And finally, for the first time in your life, you say, oh, I get it. Oh, I'm not even close. Yeah. Look at that. There's a chicken coming right through the garage door. Yeah. Um, so we get that once you get the C part, then you feel it right afterwards. Uh -huh. Okay. You're not, your heels are turning in or, you know, we want to corner you, whatever you're working on. Can you feel this now? And then once you connect the seeing and the feeling, that's, where the beautiful symbiotic kinesthetic intelligence starts to emerge. And then the athlete becomes uh, partially their own coach. Coach, yeah. think about how, think about how smart this hive is now. This is a 20 year old kid, 27. 27. This is, this is the future, right? here. This yeah, guy over here. Is I'm feeling I'm feeling You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They way smarter than me, bro. They way smarter than me. I, said, Look, I don't care. I'm going hiking. Leave me alone. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, well, this is this has been super informational hive of hive of information, and I appreciate it. And I'm you're not going to hear the last of me. I'm I think I'm, I'm I want to do it again after I maybe yeah, uh, get yeah, some yeah, more yeah, education. Yeah. I would, what I would recommend you do is 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 let the hive come on your show. You don't need me to come on and tell my yeah. raggedy story. I mean, I. I Maybe, need, maybe we need to do a series of shows and pluck off the hive of, of uh, yeah, some of your coaches. Talk to RJ. He's a chemist. He's really awesome. smarter than everything I know. Yeah, and then, I'd, and you know, just I'd be fun going to the these guys. Yeah, I, I think that'd be good. Y'all probably I have I more. Need, I think I need to come work with you. You knew I was, I was on the World Long Drive Tour when I retired from baseball. Ah, look, did, next week we got uh, Josh Kosh coming in. He oh, Kosh. Me. Yeah, he's a stud. I, I know Josh. Berkshire. He beat Berkshire like about three months ago, four months ago. Uh, so, yeah, uh, but that was that was at the one-stop power shot. That's debatable. That at was, the one-stop that that, that, that right. debatable. Have you, have you heard about the one-stop power shop? You're a golfer? No. That's, that's kind no. of the, head, it's the headquarters for long drive. So now that, now that the uh, – with all this COVID stuff, Golf Channel dropped the World Long Drive Tour – uh, they've kind of collected and and kind of made their own organization with Berkshire uh -huh. and all those guys and but yeah they're Fun. yeah it's and, and it's funny and and here's Berkshire this is how I look at athletes one when we're young we all tried to walk pigeon toed like Michael Jordan right yeah 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 yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you watch and everybody's like God how does Berkshire get this if you watch him walk. He walks pigeon toed and his foot kind of kicks up like he I don't think uh, like, he uh -huh. definitely is not aware of it, but he's he's more goaded than he realizes. <laughs> I assessed him three years ago he was goaded. Whenever Justin James got hurt, uh he, Justin, he yeah, Justin, up. he's a beast. Yeah. Justin, yeah, yeah, and uh he Kyle started taking over. I'm like, man, finally there's a goat up here just dominating. This is great to watch. It's great to yep. watch the singularity in all these modalities, whether it's basketball or, or LDS or or Dustin Johnson's a go. He's got the best. He got the best feet in the game, uh, and he's number yeah. one in the world. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's not that Wodas can't make it. It's just it's just more difficult for the average piece of genetics to make it. What Woda? I mean, Phil Mickelson's a Woda, so you can still make it. It's just the average person can't. You got to have something right. special. Yeah, that, yeah. that thing. You my, my Phil, Phil has the thing with the hands and the wrist. Oh, he's, and, yeah, and, he's, and, he's, and, he's he's another level. He's a, he's a unicorn. 
He's a unicorn. Yeah, he's a unicorn. But he walks down. His left shoulder is lower than the right. Yeah. And he's got dust. <laughs> I'm like, he's a wreck. And and you know, let me let me just say this because I've 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 been around some wealthy people, and um, these guys are playing a different game. They're getting monthly stem cell drips. They're not drinking alcohol anymore. They're in hyperbaric chambers, geogravity pools, they're in chiropractic machine. It, it, it's nothing like it was 30 years ago. No. It's a different, it's a total different game. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, Phil looks great. He looks like he's 35. He's got nice calves. And range of motion off And I had coordination that, that's that got to be gifted to you through some sort of genetic material. <laughs> right. yep. So uh, yeah. work, if people want to find out, what are what are some, what are all your outlets? And we can drop it here so people get it. Where do we, uh, okay, where do we, we find go. you? Uh, go to Go to movement.com is where you can start if you like a tinker, you want a DIY program, a pre-movement fundamentals, traveling course, uh, back chain dominant groundwork course. Then Rico 225 is where all the young cats hang out. That's Coach Gary, the strength and conditioning genius. That's He's my partner. Him and his team uh, have their workouts every week at Rico 225. Go to coaches.com is where you're going to find these 160 coaches that are either certifying or being certified. So those are the places. And then glstrainingfacility.com is just if you want to, if you need the address to come find Gary. But, uh, and then of course the new Coach Bam's heading up, go to universe. So go to universe is for, for us to give the go to mathematics to the universe. In essence is if you're, if, you're, if you're a mom or a dad and you're raising a child at home, you want to know how to raise that child Goda and cook Goda. And, or if, if you are an older person like me with maybe a one lumbar degenerative disc and all you give a shit about is golf, backpacking and doing a few sprint triathlons and you never want to do another workout in your life. So the universe is going to provide these channels for every person around the world in every language to, to come into a live class, be a part of a live class, or to go in and click on in-demand classes. In essence, we're going to have go-to-home gym for the world, That's which awesome. is cool. Go to, go to universe.com under construction. Awesome. Well, thank you, Bam. I appreciate it. You're uh, a wealth of knowledge. It's growing. So uh, I'll, I'll track you down on social media. Yeah. And Reach out if you want to do some work, some one-on-one -on -one stuff, or just do cool. some crazy movement. I love I that like you're working it. with you. And uh, best of luck with that. You know, Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Coach. 225. All right. 225. See you, fellas. <laughs> 225, 225 is the mathematics. Go to Pressure Wave Love. Be All safe. Right. Thanks, fellas. All right. All right. It's the Behind the Dish Podcast with John Buck.